backed by popular demand, an entire episode devoted solely to your burning questions that you've submitted. Everything from parenting to personal, it'll be helpful, it'll be fun. Let's do this, let's get weird. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next family trip. Make the most of your spending by comparing smart travel credit cards side by side with NerdWallet. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A family adventure? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime, the kids are asleep, and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever-popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Bestie. Hi. Hey. 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 Hi. Welcome Hi. to After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I don't feel like I have that kind of a voice. I feel like I'm trying, but it doesn't sound like yours. Yeah. <laughs> you have a really, well, you have like a therapist voice too. Is that yeah. what it is? Where it's yeah. like very soothing? Yeah. Pretty touch, much every client ever sexual, has been like, like soothing. After the first few times, you're like, your voice is really soothing and calming. It is. Yeah. Like Some you people sh- may not think that, but. <laughs> I think that. I think most people think that. I think so. It feels like it. I don't. <laughs> Are you referring to the uh, quote unquote trolls, if you will? Yes, a hundred percent. The <laughs> ones that first. everyone tells me to just ignore. Yeah, no, those ones. <laughs> do you remember the very first bad I comment? Do. We, I think we've already said it on this podcast, actually. We only had like, I don't know, this is not only, but 5,000 or t- 10,000 followers. It was right at the beginning. It was early days. And it was the very first one that we ever saw. Yeah. Do you want to share it? Do you want me to share it? Yeah, no. I opened it and... <laughs> The only thing that it said <laughs> is, Dina, your voice makes me want to jump off a bridge. And I was like, oh, okay. First of all, trigger warning. Yeah. Second of all, like, I didn't ask for this. No. I didn't ask for this. No, I, wow. I'm just trying to help with tantrums. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> was really so when you say that, I think most people find your voice to be very soothing. But we do get accosted every now and then. <laughs> When we don't ask for it, you know, like why are your teeth that way? You're disgusting. And I'm like, what? I'm. I, I didn't just, mean. To, I didn't mean to. They just look like that. And my teeth, like, I didn't ask for this. One thing I thought was like pretty low on the totem pole. You know, like, <laughs> you're like I have a whole other list you know, like whole, of things that I loop on. Whole slew before the teeth that. weren't on there, but I guess now they are. Now I have to put that to Great. the top of mind. Stocking up. Okay. Anyways, Anyways. hi Dina. How are you hi. doing? I'm good. <laughs> hey, I'm good. Hey. Uh, you know what what i've got a new thing going on in my world okay tell me my husband and i have started couples therapy welcome i know Uh, i'm really excited i'm really liking it so far how is it going good and i mean backstory we we did like barely any before we had kids Mm. we did a little bit because we're having anyone 
by the way? I mean, I feel like we all were like, well, I'm there are some the wise masses. people who make okay. really good choices. Yes, <laughs> they do it before they have kids. Uh-huh. Uh, and then a lot of us find ourselves in this really messy middle and we're like, oh, man, we need oh, help. Wow. Oh, we need some support here. Yeah. yeah. But we did a little bit like barely any because we were having trouble integrating our two very culturally different families when we were getting married. So we did like a pinch of couples therapy. Okay. But now as parents, uh-huh. we're in couples therapy. Uh-huh. And I'm loving it. Like, yeah. I wish I did it sooner, but our marriage was like so, so bad for two years. Get back that to baseline. We, like, couldn't even. Yeah. Couldn't well, even two under two. I mean, where were you going to fit that in? You know, like, how are you going to. That. You, you got to survive. That. And ironically, I was like, I can't even talk to you. Mm. <laughs> like, I was so mad and resentful. I admit yeah. it. I'm the first to admit it. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, my God. I feel like therapy in general but also couples therapy for for me personally it's like this is not happening when the check engine light comes on or <laughs> in other situations like the car has exploded right the car <laughs> is on fire and you're like oh fire. shit right <laughs> like yeah. i will never probably not be in therapy for myself and couples therapy because it's like going to the gym it's like mental it's work marriage is work you know and you have to like stay in shape and when you don't that it's so much harder to do like everything right 100 percent. okay so tell me tell me details i need to know everything it's been great it's different than going to therapy just for myself yeah and it's been helpful to have someone else watch us do our patterns in mm. real time because I didn't even realize. Like, I'm a very self-aware person. Yeah. This is my You feel. are, actually, I am, yeah. Super self-aware. I didn't even realize yeah. this one thing that I do. Oh, <laughs> which God, is, I can wait. I just... I try to solve every problem for him. And I think because I'm a therapist, I can see the root of the problem. And then I can see the solutions. And I see some systems we could put in place. You're like, and the Gottman Institute says the top four, the four horsemen, you know, he's like, literally. Literally. And I'm like, well, actually, that is hard for you. Because you remember how you told me that your mother was XYZ. So of course, it's going to be hard. But what I see (laughs) we could do is if you just communicate with me and you tell me that you want to go to the gym, I can take the kids. We can plan on this, but you've got to communicate. And I do this whole whole like control problem solving thing to try and fix the problem but that's really not like actually communicating together yeah that's not like synergy that's not like what's the word attunement that's not not like relational yeah I get that I get that yeah I feel like I could go I go in that direction too you know so my job in couples therapy is um she just kind of like puts her finger up to like not talk like Dina don't talk and that's my couples therapy is Dina (laughs) holding everything and not talking for a little bit (laughs) is couples therapy just keeping us in check you know it's possible is that what it is it's possible I feel like well I've had a few different we've had a few different ones and one would really keep only me in check and I didn't really you know love that and like we had to be more delicate sometimes with the person who's not as into therapy you know Mm -hmm. you can kind of tell it was that kind of situation right oh yeah now we have a therapist that really kind of keeps us both in check which is great that's nice yeah that's nice and in our case he's into it he just doesn't have the same skills like the same oh that's what i mean mine was always into it but like you could as a therapist you can tell where it's like 
I can't just exactly. check you exactly. You know what I mean? Like we got to tiptoe into this. You Which know? has been helpful because then there's someone yes. there for him when he hits the wall of self-awareness <laughs> right. and is like, I don't know why I do that. Instead someone can of help us along. Us who are just like ramming it and being like, why aren't you getting it? Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's this good. is great. It's been great. Do you guys have like tools and you like take stuff? Do you have homework? Yeah. We, we have like the tools, okay. which is mostly Dina being more quiet. <laughs> and at home, I do that now. And I'm like, Mike, this is where I'm just going to stop talking now. It's so good, okay. actually. Yeah. It's actually really good. Anyways, we'll, we'll circle back on the therapy thing. And, you know, Can't wait. parenting together toddlers and children it's a very interesting experience uh-huh. and i feel like we have some very fun questions today from our besties uh. so let's jump into the parenting question let's do the question Okay, we're big believers that small, easy changes can have big results. And that goes for your skincare routine too. These days, it's so confusing to know what product works for this and that and which work together in what order. So I'm just gonna make it easy for you. The work system from Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, it's high-end skincare that's affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, by the way, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient so you can use their products daily with confidence. I do not have time to remember a 10-step routine. The work system is everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, with spring and summer around the corner, I love anything with sunscreen. Their Tinted Glow Wonder Screen with SPF 30 just came out in new shades, and it's amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. DimeBeautyCO.com. It's about time you've checked out Dime. Besties, you know that after bedtime, this is a podcast where we navigate the wild world of parenting after our little ones have gone to sleep, but we can't forget our other little babies, our furry little troublemakers, our dogs. I have a little pug. His name is Moki and we call him Momo and he really is my number one baby. He was my first child. And at the same time, as much as we love our pets, we know they can get into um, some trouble sometimes. Let me tell you about a time that my sweet, sweet baby Moki got into a bit of trouble. My one-year-old was just learning how to do solids. He's practicing. I gave him a huge lamb bone. And the baby, being a baby accidentally dropped it on the floor and within seconds I kid you not I looked over before I could grab it Moki inhaled the lamb bone all six inches in a pug down his throat it was horrifying we rushed him to an emergency vet and thankfully thankfully it was a three-day journey he is okay but trust me the vet bills they were no joke Speaking of which, we wanted to share a message from our partner Spot Pet Insurance because Spot Pet Insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. 
which sounds like a game changer and something I wish I had on the Moki Lambone fiasco. Honestly, like it was bad on top of bad when I got the bill. But now imagine getting up to 90% cash back on that bill. And the Spot Pet Insurance Plan offers not only coverage for accidents and illness plans, but an optional preventative care benefit as well to help with the cost for routine wellness, vaccines, and more. And if you catch yourself thinking like, mm, is it expensive? Let me tell you, it is probably less expensive than the unexpected $1,800 vet bill that I got served. Go to spotpetinsurance.com today and get a free quote instantly. It's very easy. Disclaimer, paid ad for Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply for all terms. Visit spotpetins.com slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, first question is from Megan. How can I help my toddler regain confidence after a big fall at the playground? He knocked out a tooth and there was a lot of blood. He's feeling scared and clingy. I'm here to support him, but I also want to build him back up. Mm, this is so hard. That is. This is so hard. Yeah. This happens in like so many various different ways. Like to us, my middle, they got stuck in like a rainstorm, a thunderstorm in the car somewhere. Oh. And that was the thing that we really had to work through was like every time getting in a car, just being like panic and scared after something bad happened. Yeah. We added two actually fire alarms going off. Mm, oh, yeah. Just sheer panic after that yep. about like oh no and when it went off and is it gonna happen again yep so here's the plan the first thing is as parents it can be really really tempting to not want to focus on the hard thing right because mm -hmm. we want to make this easy and light and we don't want them to be scared so it can be really tempting to be like you're fine it's no big deal like there's no clouds it wasn't that bad like we were all fine that is not necessarily going to help them kind of like process the real fear that they have yeah. not saying they're traumatized but they're feeling fear pretty obvious yeah we want to help them work through that fear right and that means embracing not only what happened mm -hmm. really but also what they were feeling the more we can be like yeah you know that was scary and really name the feeling and talk through it over and over again about how they fell at the playground and then their tooth came out and that was scary there was so much blood and then we cleaned it all up together and we got the tissue and we made it stop so basically what we want to do to really help them in these scary times types of situations is tell the story yeah. over and over and over again. And you'll probably hear them talking about it. You'll probably even see them playing through it. This is actually, as a child therapist, this is healthy. The more we can talk about it, tell the story and work through it, the better it is for them. And we really don't want to shy away from either piece, by the way, which mm -hmm. is the emotional piece, but also the logical piece. And I feel yeah. like sometimes we lose sight of the logical piece, but we really... We really want to be connecting sort of their logical brain with their emotional brain because they can feel really scattered. 
we want to connect the whole experience together to make this feel like a whole thing. So like Dina was saying, you're narrating literally what happened, right? Not even the emotion of like, first you fell down, you hit your foot. It was on the wooden floor, really describing those sort of Mm -hmm. logical details, if you will. And then connecting kind of the emotion behind it. You must have felt scared. How did you feel in your body? Connecting those two. And the more you can kind of process that information together, the more they can sort of move through it and understand that this was just a moment and now they can kind of keep going and move past it. Exactly, because the way we can build them back up is actually by helping them feel safe. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, you help them feel safe when you acknowledge the emotions with that logical piece Mm -hmm. together. We make sense of it and that's what feels safe. So that eventually they feel safe enough to get back out there and we're not going to pressure them or push them like you got to go try it again. We're their safe place. They can stay with us until they feel ready. They can watch while they're with us about, you know, the other kids playing on the playground. And then when they feel ready, they can inch their way back out there. And if it's like my situation where you have to get in the car seat. It's just really hard, right? I mean, you're just all you can do is let them know that you're there for them. We are safe. There are no clouds in the sky. That was really scary, wasn't it? Right? We're not diminishing. We're just going to help them through those moments because I think everything we're doing right now is setting them up for success later on in life. So when they are an adult and when a scary situation occurs or when they are really triggered or, or whatever it is, we're going to want them to process it. It's actually not going to be very beneficial to them to be like, you know what? You're being dramatic. You're fine, Kristen. No right. big Shove deal. It it's all okay. Down. Yeah, we're fine. Shove it down. Not going to work, right? Exactly. We all know that now. What we want is for them to be able to be like, oh, this mm. feeling I'm having inside, I'm scared. How can I actually help myself feel calm? Mm-hmm. Remember that I'm safe right now and regulate back down. Yeah. And the only way you do, even as an adult, like I'm feeling nervous, I'm feeling angry all of a sudden. Oh my God. Mm. And then replaying sort of the logical parts of what is happening, mixing it with the emotion it's called processing it. Yeah. And we're teaching them that. Exactly. Crazy. It's crazy. Amazing. So much pressure of parenting. And we can do so much with just a little tiny thing. Tell the story. Yeah. And you literally can set up your kid for like hard moments forever. Exactly. Awesome. It's cool. Awesome. Next question. Okay. Brianna wants to know. Hey, boo. Hey, boo. Hey, boo. What's your current go-to dinner when you're totally out of gas and just barely functioning? Dina... I don't know if we all want to hear your answer. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm so many curious. of my iterations just appearing in my mind now. Some have been really interesting. Okay. Maybe you're going to make me feel better. Okay. I okay. mean, the the like in the hardest times, yeah. I've literally just put a tortilla on a plate with a string cheese Same. and some frozen blueberries. And yeah. I'm like, here you go. Yeah. We've all done that. <laughs> We've all done that. Yeah. Okay. But recently, I would say my recent go-to one is probably frozen pizza and these these frozen meatballs that I just throw into the oven. I feel like that's a step up from survival mode for me, and that's okay. Like frozen pizza is like you have to have planning. That's true. You have to have like... It takes time. The oven needs to be heated, you know? And when you have a baby on your hip, by the way, which I know you're a little bit more out of that stage, but not really... It is hard to do the like bending over and then this and like the multiple things like it just is like that's an elevated. I just want everybody to know that's an elevated. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Elevated meal. Like remember when I had the baby, it was a tortilla. Okay. Yeah. Plate. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. What else are we rocking? Frozen pizza, frozen meatballs, which I love frozen meatballs. Grilled by cheese, the way. one of my go-tos. Grilled cheese, that that feels like a lot. I ha- no, okay. I have a device. Okay. I, I forgot to tell you this. Yeah. I found this thing you at said Target. On Instagram. You put it on Instagram. Oh, it's a new no, device. No, I have a new thing. On Instagram, you shared it with like the waffle maker or something I, that you were well, going to make a grilled cheese That worked of. well until I literally broke the waffle machine from doing okay. it so many times because it's not meant for bread. But we have a device. when I went to buy a replacement eventually, uh-huh. I found at Target a literal grilled cheese press. Okay. And okay. it's perfectly square with like a little triangle divider even in the middle. Wow. You just put the bread in, the cheese, push it down, you're done. You're done. This is helpful. See, this is helpful. Like you have figured some things out and like maybe you can help us. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wow. One of my faves. Next. Anything? Um, Other ones? I would say another go-to when I'm just totally drained recently is like chips, carrots, and hummus. Oh, I love that. It's a nice little balance. Yeah. There's some protein in hummus. I love that. We could do that. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like mine, waffles. Waffles is great. And Mm. usually we put some yogurt on top so that it has some protein, except now we have allergies so mealtimes also a though, bit can harder. i ask a question yeah. do you do um like plain greek yogurt yes man my kids just, just have never really gotten into that do Jealous. you do it with something else because they will not eat plain greek yogurt on mm-hmm. its own mm-hmm. but they will do it lightly dusted on top of a waffle which oh, i wow. feel like really boosts the protein i'm makes gonna me try feel it. good i haven't Put tried that sprinkles in a long time. on top put some sprinkles on top of the yogurt because like make it a party you make it a party and sprinkles don't stick really that well to like butter and syrup so they're like a little more motivated to choose the yogurt you know Mm because you can really see the sprinkles talk about figuring some things out okay Okay. when you talk about survival mode i got you boo okay Um, i love a (laughs) waffle i love if i'm a little on the cusp of survival mode breakfast Mm -hmm. for dinner Okay, so like eggs, throw a hash brown in the air fryer. Again, this is a little more aggressive, but like that's a go-to. Love a rotisserie chicken, okay? Rotisserie chicken all day long. My kids will tear apart a rotisserie chicken, and it's already done for you. Can I just say, look at how far you've come. When I first, when when you first became a mom, you couldn't cook an egg. Look at you. No, I could not. Look at you. Hey. We're celebrating. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. I see that growth. Wow. (laughs) That's nice. I can make breakfast really well. I can even make bacon. Like I got that on lock and it's their favorite thing. So I'm not ashamed of it. I'm know what I mean? very proud of you. Waffles, eggs. I'm sensing a pattern. Now that I hear this out loud, it's like they, they eat a lot of, but you know what? My husband cooks, so it's fine. Like, yeah, I can offset. Good. I'm the cook in my house. Yeah. And you've got one. Your you're husband, good. though, he like, when he does cook, he will cook a meal. That's true. He's he's crazy. really like he can getting in the kitchen these days yeah. to lighten or even the load, really. And bless. I don't understand bless. how. Yes. Like, good for him. Do you remember I said couples therapy? Bless. I, I think I could go to couples therapy for the like. I'm willing to. You know what I mean. I just physically can't right. cook food. I don't know. You learn how to make an egg, so I'm pretty hopeful at this yeah, point well, for I you. Breakfast Baby really steps. Well. I'm just gonna lean in. You keep that. crushing breakfast. Thank okay. You. Next okay, question. Next question. <laughs> this is from Jamie. Every time I take my kids who are six and four into a public place like a store, a restaurant, etc., they immediately go wild and start chasing each other, pulling on each other's clothes and limbs, tackling each other. <laughs> etc why does going to a public place trigger this and how can i make them be more calm and civilized in public Mm. 
I'm laughing because I'm thinking of all the chaotic restaurant experiences I've I'm thinking had with of my own kids. Going to dinner with you and your kids. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it really, when they, like, it there painted was a the time. scene. I'm like, the, the clothing pulling and yeah. then the, this pulling and then the running around. It's like, oh, I've been there with you at the uh, rotisserie chicken place. That we went to. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. You remember that? Yeah, and they was great. Both I had so much crying. fun. They were fighting yeah. each other to yeah. both get in mommy's lap. Yeah. The whole time. I think I want to start with like, as the observer, because mm-hmm. I don't know that there's always a gender thing. This is just between my family and your family, how I have two girls that are four and now seven, and you have two boys. But I will say my girls don't necessarily have that problem, right? Mm-hmm. They will, they can sit down and like go to dinner. That's one thing we can do. Little baby boy, maybe not so much. But back in the day when it was just that and it was you with your boys, all I have to say is... The person who has the kids that are running around and pulling on the shirt and whatever, it feels so big and it feels like such a problem. And to the other person or the people in the restaurant, it's nothing. Like it looks like joy. It looks like fun. Like I like that they're laughing. I love this. This is so fun. So I think that's the first thing to keep in mind. It's like the airplane rule. No one really cares that your kids yeah. are going nuts. Like it's true. if they do, they're not really, you know, like they're kind of assholes. So like <laughs> I've never seen kids have joy in a public place and been like, oh, keep those kids, you know, like I smile, you know? Yeah. It's only big to you is the first thing. I, I love the meme that's been going around yeah. about like before you were a parent, uh, you kind of like judged everyone like uh-huh. that in the restaurant. Yeah. And then you became a parent. And you're like, oh, this is this is how it is. This is great. You know, I'm having fun. This is great. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I want to tackle the why. Mm-hmm. First of all, kids get overstimulated yeah. when they're at restaurants. It's loud. There's a lot going on. We're waiting for food, which yeah. is really hard, by the way, when you're a kid. There is a lot happening. And this is a perfect recipe for getting overstimulated, which mm-hmm. means like overactive and wild Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. jumping around yeah they're excited too by the way right they're excited and then it's like oh and now you need to sit still and you bring up a good point about the sitting still thing Mm -hmm. that's a really important piece because society as a whole has a very unreasonable developmentally inappropriate expectation of how long small children should be able to sit at a table for Mm -hmm. and when you really get into it you know what's reasonable what one minute per year okay so when they're two we can expect reasonably two minutes still at a table four four minutes still at a table (laughs) it's not easy to hear is it no not easy to hear so even when you're thinking about dinners at home Mm -hmm. let alone dinners out Mm -hmm. this makes sense yeah right so i think some tips you kind of can't make a kid sit for an hour at a restaurant it's really hard you can bring a lot of different things like fidget toys and play-doh play-doh and you just keep coming it out like that's a great one you also might have to take them outside while they're ordering right and then you sit down like when the food is there yeah that might be this phase of life that you are in right now and there's nothing wrong with that right and when they get to this four and six area a helpful thing to do is kind of prep them ahead of time as you're driving there's going to be a lot of people we're going to have to wait for our food this can help them stay a little bit calmer sometimes Mm -hmm. when they know what to expect and what they're walking into and we're going to have to be very realistic about taking those breaks and personally I do something once in a while when I really just need a moment if we're at a restaurant that I promised myself I would never do as a parent and I take out the iPad 
and Good I watch people judge me and like yeah. I get like dirty looks once in a while when I do this it's not all the time that I'm doing it yeah but sometimes I just need a break yeah you know I think that all the time sometimes we'll see people and we'll be in like at the restaurant and it's chaos and whatever and I'm like you know mom and dad look like they're really connecting and they're having a good time and I think that there's a happy medium and there's a balance right yeah. because you can feel so badly about something you're doing or somebody else can judge you so badly mm-hmm. about what you are doing and in the end it doesn't really matter what you're doing within reason it's probably not going to fuck them up developmentally forever unless you're doing it literally every single time day in and day yeah. out and even then we can work on it right when maybe yeah. you got into a rut where they have to have an ipad every time they eat we can work right. on that no big exactly. deal you still didn't ruin them like we're fine but best case scenario we're doing this some of the time because you know what your peace of mind matters it matters when you're sitting down and maybe today today's the ipad day at the restaurant and maybe the next time it's not the time for the ipad exactly and it goes in chapters Mm -hmm. like it's gonna change this is not forever when they're little like this and i can tell you from the time we've been at the chicken restaurant chicken pure chaos to when we went out last week my husband and i looked at each other and we're like this is different. Yeah. This is different from when they were really little. I am back in the phase, by the way, because we still try it. <laughs> and the 15 month old, he will not do anything but be on top of the table. Do you know what I mean? You, it's that you phase. texted me recently that he <laughs> was he on the table. A not not only was he on the table, oh. but for one straight hour, took a fork and jammed it into in an, the water. a cup of ice. Yeah. yeah in the that's water. All he would do. Yeah. Smashing it around. Sitting on the table. Yeah. You know, people are horrified. <laughs> Like, you can't even pull out an iPad at that age. You know what I mean? The only (laughs) thing you can do is just uh, do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm in it again, and that's okay. You sure are. I think I might be in it for a while. It's going to be a different experience. You can it's do great. what I've done like two times where Mike and I are just like, I know we just ordered, pack it all, yeah. up, we're going home. <laughs> we haven't had to do that yet. <laughs> Probably just because I let him sit on the table and uh, go with the water. But God forbid yeah. if I would have taken him off, we would have had to leave because he'd be screaming his head off. You know What we're saying is <laughs> it's hard and we're all doing great. Yeah. And you know, we got to support each other. It also won't be forever. This is and just a phase. And yeah. I do think that some other societies societies really do take kids into the equation Agreed. is the other thing where like at restaurants and at different events like the kids are really an equal part of this experience and so i think when you go to different countries like the kids are running around the kids are a little crazy and it's just fine because the parents are sitting there enjoying their dinner for like hours I'm and it's so just part of the culture you exactly. know exactly it's just part of the culture that yeah. of course kids are going to be kids of course they're going to run yeah. around that's cool like we don't mind we're eating dinner we're in great in the u.s we don't have that quite as much that's yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. so you know what it's gonna be fine yeah. i'm fine with my kids just uh doing whatever so am i now yeah sort of, sort of. <laughs> i say that i'm like not really sort of. <laughs> not really <laughs> like like a little bit like a little bit <laughs> a little bit <laughs> guys can you please Logically. sit still be quiet yeah. <laughs> it's too loud Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually fine with it, but my husband has more because it's also been ingrained in us, right? Yeah. So it's like his literal instinct to be like, stop, stop doing that. Sit still and like look around, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, you know, do we really care this much? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that Moki, my pug, he is my number one baby. He's my firstborn. I love him so much. But if I'm being really, really honest, ever since having kids, he doesn't get the attention that he used to. I do my best, but there's a lot going on. 
But one thing that makes me feel really good is we recently switched his food to the farmer's dog. And I cannot tell you how happy this little pug is every morning and every night when he's about to eat. Even my husband commented yesterday, he's like, I've never seen Moki prance around so excited. He loves this food. And I've noticed a difference where he does look happier. He has more energy. He just looks like a healthier dog. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. Honestly, when you pour it, you can tell how real and how clean this food is. In hindsight now, I can really see how like traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed and they can use so much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. And if you're using dry food or like store-bought food, no guilt. I did it for a really long time, but I now notice such a difference since I've switched him. Which is why I'm here sharing the farmer's dog with you so you can incorporate it into your family. And one little detail that I love it makes life easier is the farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send you the right pre-portioned size specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it really easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. In fact, dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones, and that's two and a half years. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath and even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Yes, poops matter. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com feelings. Let the farmer's dog know that we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl & Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl & Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I feel good. My kids are kids. Yeah. They're kidding like they're supposed to. Yeah. And, you know, I'm parenting. This is fabulous. That's right. I think you and me and our husbands and all the besties, we're doing a really good job. We really are. We're doing a really good job. Like, if our problem is that our kids are running around at a restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're doing great. I agree. We're doing great. I know. I'm proud of us. Me too. I'm also proud of us for not talking this entire episode about Bravo. I should say for myself. I'm yeah. proud of me, you know, because all I'm thinking about right now yes. is wrapping this up. I love you and I love the besties. But like, I really, I really am into Housewives of Beverly Hills right now. And oh. it's just sitting there waiting. It's okay. just waiting. I didn't know there was a new season. Dina. <sighs> Dina. <laughs> How do I catch up on I five seasons? I need you seasons? to get in it. I just need you to get in it because my husband, now that he's like in a lot of therapy, now he'll sit there and he'll watch The Housewives mm -hmm. and you would love this. I hate it. He sits there and he's like, mm, anxious avoidant. I see what she's going to do. I see what she's about to do. And then I'll be like, wait, stop. We're overthinking right now. I just need, you know, whatever. And then he'll be like, watch. 
she's about to push her away she's what she wants is she wants attachment right now watch her do this she's gonna say i don't need you anymore and then she does it oh my god and i'm like oh my god you and dina need to go watch the housewives and start like a podcast about that because i'm here to turn my brain off right you know what i mean right you know what i mean i mean i would gladly do that with him (laughs) you would love it thank you you would love it be happy to And this is why I watch reality dating shows instead. Do you do it when you watch reality dating shows? Actually, no. I turn. Okay, I, yeah. I, I like turn mostly turn off. off, and I'm like, yeah. "Give me the drama. Yeah, We're not less gonna overanalyze thinking. it." Okay, good. Yeah. We can do it together. Then. Surprise me. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Oh my god, she's pushing her away. Look at that. You know, you know. I think sometimes it's hilarious. People think that like once you're a therapist, you're constantly like mm. analyzing everything. But like, like, really, you're just you a person. You know, yeah. you can turn it off and just be a person. That's like us at a playground. You know, I like. Like the amount of people that will come up to me at a playground and be like, I'm so sorry. It's just that, you know, she's hungry. And I'm like, girl, I'm not watching you and your kid or like analyzing anything. Like Nothing. my kid's over here yeah. eating leaves off the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just trying to keep him alive in this stage. Like he's about to jump off a rock. Like you do you, boo. There's yeah. no, there's no like thinking on overanalyzing anything that's happening around us. Not a thing. Not Never. A thing. So it's just my husband. And you know what? I'm really proud of us for staying up this late, by the way. I think I'm we're doing a good job. Dying. We got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's felt good until like the second I mentioned the housewives. Let's and go tuck you in. Okay. Okay. Do you want to stay for like five minutes and watch housewives for five minutes and see if you like it? I'm in. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bestie. Let's go watch housewives. If you don't watch housewives, I don't know the crown, the bear. What do people watch? Yeah. Let's go do that. Beef. <laughs> did you watch beef i did oh, talk about talk see about anxious now we're attachment. gonna keep going yeah. we gotta get you in bed okay, we gotta go we gotta get we you gotta in go bed. Okay, okay besties we love you see you next week we love you if you are struggling with toddler or preschooler tantrums pushback discipline picky eating just all the confusing things this podcast we can only scratch the surface. If you need help, our course, Winning the Toddler Stage, is here to help. It is aptly nicknamed the Toddler Manual because it truly has every single thing you could possibly struggle with under the sun between the ages of one and six within one course. We're not going to do a bunch of workshops. You have to buy the sleep guide and the picky eating guide and the this guide and the that guide. No. Everything you could possibly need for ages one through six is all in this one course. We were never meant to do this parenting thing alone. You deserve to have help. We are here for you. You can find that course at biglittlefeelings.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at biglittlefeelings. We give free tips every single day. They might change your life with one free tip. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcast, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.